in a world where fans are forever restless, the rules are ever-changing, and you have to be told just how much your favorite team blows to rise above the rest. Welcome to the Coach Coaches with your hosts, Lacey Kay and Drew Hale. Stop it, dude. Wrong sport. Dude, fuck the World Cup, all right? Guys, welcome to your favorite football podcast. No. All right, football Americano. World Cup's going on, Drew. You excited? No. What do you mean, no? No, I'm not excited about the World Cup. It's the world sport for now. This is, uh, yeah, it's something. But, uh, it's something. Listen, to all my Spanish viewers out there, yeah, yeah, I hope yeah. you like that little opening message. Yeah. No, that was, uh, yeah. The rest of you who don't know it, look it up. Like, <laughs> so, uh, so it's, uh, it's football time. Isn't it always? you damn right. You're right? You're damn right. Speaking of football time, where the fuck's Dustin? Oh, well, you know, he has more important things to do. We were giving him shit. He showed up for two episodes oh, straight, so that's, important that's a new record for our intern. Uh, you know, I don't know how he's ever going to be a mainstay if he's not always here. Uh, whatever. He was trying to tell us how to run the show and, like, what it takes. And we're like, dude, we need commitment. And then he doesn't commit to the next <laughs> week. Like, I don't know what's going on. Dude, um, whatever, man. Whatever. Yeah, I mean, apparently he's going out there to meet a lady. Ooh. So, so good luck to him. Hopefully she listens to the show. I hope so. I hope that's the only reason he's ditching us on this episode. Listen, if you do listen to the show, then this is worth it. But if you don't, then uh, he fucked up. Right? So. Um. I just want to say one thing before we start getting into the topics, because I know we have a fun show as always. Um, we had a viewer message in, and he, he had okay. an interesting stat, which he finds more interesting than I do. But I'm going to give it to you live here on air, Drew. Um, he said five quarterbacks in NFL history have a pass rating higher of 101.9 in their second NFL season. Only five. Okay, All right. I can probably name them. But Three of them are Hall of Famers. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yep. Otto Graham. Yep. Kurt Warner mm-hmm. and Dan Marino. Correct. Can you name me the other two? The other two that had a passer rating higher. Of 101.9 or higher in their second NFL season. In their second NFL season. This is why it's ridiculous because it's their second NFL season, nothing else. Oh, man. Um, Russell Wilson? No. Ooh. Would have thought that big time. Mm-mm. And they're currently playing the game? Currently playing the game. In their second. NFL season exclusively. Yep. Had a passer rating of 101.9 or higher. The other three that I mentioned are already in the Hall of Fame. So who is... I'm trying to think of the top five list right now. When you can't think of it... Second season. What, um... Maybe viewers out there will know it before I would have not known it. Jared Goff. No. If... once Once you give up, I'll give you the team, and I'm sure you'll know exactly then who they are. Hmm, second year. Damn, dude, shit, hang on. Uh, no, I'm going to get this. Second year. And it's not Russell Wilson. Nope. I would want to fact check on that. Well, we'll have but, to. Uh, if Dustin was here, right? asshole. Now um, we got to do oh, work ourselves. Instead of just anyway. bullshitting, we got to do work ourselves. I know. Um, damn, man. Shit. In their second NFL season. Eli? No. I got nothing now. All right, it's Carson Wentz. Okay, okay. And Nick Foles. Yeah, you know what's funny? I was going to guess Nick Foles because I know he had a... But no, 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 no. No, fuck Nick Foles. That's not accurate because he did not start all 16 games that season. The season that he had that pass rating, he filled in. He did not start all 16 Listen, games. Listen, I'm just saying we're, we're glad this guy consistently listens to the show. He's an active, you know, yeah, fan of ours. But when stats. he said that, I'm like... I mean, it doesn't really mean anything, but I mean, if you want to hold on to that little piece of nugget, it's like saying, you know, when when it's sunny out and we're playing with no wind and this guy no, ate breakfast, that's crazy. you know, he usually has this rating and only these three Hall of Famers also well, have that rating. Listen, like again, the Nick Foles thing, I want to I double check before we end the episode, but I'm going to say confidently that that season was the season that he stepped in and he did not play a consistent 16 games. Nick because Foles. Because it's Nick Foles, yeah. Because it was the only season by a quarterback, single season. It wasn't all 16 games, but it was the only season by a quarterback who, uh, uh, in NFL history, that's, that's beaten Aaron Rodgers in the passer record rating, but it didn't count because he didn't play all 16 games. So I know that it happened, but uh, it did not happen over the span of 16 games. Um, in 2013, 
He played 13 games. There you go. Pass rating of 122.4. Ballpark. Uh, I do not see a passer rating here. I see completion percentage and touchdown percentage and it stuff like good. that. It was good. It was really, yeah, really I'm not arguing ridiculous, that. stupid fucking good. But, yeah. Like 120. I mean, yeah, it was like one, maybe like 118. I mean, it was stupid high. Started Don't. seven games in 2012, 13 in 2013, and then eight in 2014. He's never played a full 16 games in any of the seasons. Uh, not even when he was with uh, St. Louis? No, St. Louis, he only played 11. Interesting. I yeah. Know that. All right, but I'm going to put that. That's our freight, our fan viewer, Bill, out there. He always has fun things to throw my way. <laughs> anyway, sure to message me. Appreciate you, man. Seriously, keep the messaging coming. But, um, You're the man. No, no, it was good. You know, I'm glad people are reaching out. That's what we're all about. Um, but we have a full show with you tonight, guys. We're going to start on some lighthearted things, some smaller things just that we can discuss. You know, really quick, I had, a, I had another fan. Uh, messaging, you know what's funny? We talked about um, we talked about the female viewer base last week. Really? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. So, okay. so, so I had a fan, uh, uh, I had a fan reach out. So her name's Stephanie, and uh, she wanted to know why we don't talk about Ryan Tannehill. Okay. Well, do you want to talk about Ryan Tannehill a little bit? <laughs> no, no, no. I want you to talk about okay. why we don't talk about Ryan right. Tannehill so, specifically. Stephanie. Stephanie we okay. You. Whether that's your actual name or not, for viewer, you know. Censorship reasons. Tannehill, listen, I'm, I'm a Tannehill fan. Gig him. He came out of A and M. He did. You know, he, he was did. he was recruited He's an Aggie. as a quarterback. Played receiver for the first couple seasons. Moved back to quarterback. Balled out. All right. I'm I'm. He's one of those players for me that I'm not ready to give up on. But I understand if teams do, still want to see him get that shot. But Stephanie, he's been hurt. He's had a bunch of different offensive coordinators, a bunch of different head coaches, no consistency with their systems. You know, there's times where he doesn't have talent when there's there. And then when there's talent there, he, like I said, he's been hurt. He just missed all of last year. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And, I mean, I don't want to believe some of the issues that we've heard in past off seasons, like him getting mad because a practice squad player picked him off during, you know, preseason and shit like that. Like, I don't want to believe that. I, don't, I, I didn't really see that before in his career. But... Whether it's because of the coaching, because of the players around him, or because of his injury history, he is so inconsistent overall that, honestly, I think if he shows up healthy, unless he balls out, I don't know if he's there next year. Yeah. I would like to see him go somewhere else and have a chance at maybe still starting. I think he still has potential, but, I mean, he's what? Five, six years in the league. Yeah, you know what I mean? Probably. And still haven't really accomplished anything. I would love to see him do well, but that's why we don't talk about Daniel. That's why we're not talking about the Dolphins, even though I like the Dolphins. Yeah, you know, I think the other thing, too, they're throwing is... Uh, I don't think that... Um, you know, Miami's an interesting market for football, right? I mean, you can't... They can't find and bring in consistent talent that wants to stick around. And, and frankly, I really think some of it's Ryan Tannehill's fault. I mean, you think? He's been, he's been massively inconsistent in play. Um, you know, you have nobody that wants to go to Miami to take less money, okay? Um, it was a significant media market, right? I mean, I mean you got the weather there, you know, it's a big market, right. you know what I mean? But, as far as, you know, any type of stardom that's going to come out of Miami, I mean, you've seen Miami trade away half their team last this mm-hmm. past year, right? So, I mean, I, I don't know, I mean, you got Jay Jai gone. Mm-hmm. Later, bros. See you later. Uh, Jarvis Landry. See you later. Mm-hmm. Not there I, anymore. Yeah. Um, you know, so like who, first of all, like what does Tannehill have? Like what's he left with is my question. Is Kenny still still there? Uh, I guess I maybe. Kenny Stills is still there. Fucking yeah, um, sure. And, and listen, nothing against Kenny Stills, by the way. Yeah. I happen to like Kenny Stills. See, on defense, you got Brett Grimes. I mean, you got some You don't players. have Brett Grimes. He's in uh, Tampa Bay now. Oh, shit. You're absolutely yeah. right. Yeah. Fuck yeah, he is. It, it's it's hard right. because good, good call. you right. got pieces that they sign or draft that haven't shown up, like Devontae Parker. He's going into his oh, fourth or fifth yeah. year, expecting to take over that number one from Jarvis Landry, and he just hasn't shown up. They moved Jay Ajayi. They have Kenyon Drake, who had decent, did decent last year. But again, I want to see more than just half a season. But, but you again, like you, uh, you know, I feel like it's, you know, again to come down to it, Stephanie. Listen, we really appreciate your questions seriously, and, and we want keep we coming. want you to keep, keep asking us questions. Um, I, I just. I think the Miami Dolphins will be a... I think they're in ownership trouble, too, by the way. I they are. They I think are. they're yeah. in GM trouble. I think that the stability of their office is, is, a, is a problem right now. And, and Stephanie, I advise you to take a look at some of that. Um, but 
I, I think that between that and Ryan Tannehill's massive inconsistency in his injuries, uh, you know, I think it would be irresponsible <laughs> of us to spend a lot of time talking about Ryan Tannehill. But we wanted to because you commented, so we appreciate it. Um, I mean, we appreciate d- don't get me wrong. My boy Cameron Wake's on that team. Cameron, and true. He is a beast. You hear me, Cameron? You was beast. And now they just went and got Minka in that secondary. That's true. You know what I mean? They we'll do have some other solid there. pieces. Yeah, we will. Um, and like I said, they have some pieces, but they're other than those like two, three players, they're either unknown or you know they're declining or they miss. Yeah. I think you honestly fully slam your hand down on that reset button in Miami and move on. Because I was talking about them moving up to possibly get Josh Rosen. I thought that would be a great fit, and they yeah. didn't pull the trigger. They were beat. So I mean, it's just it is what it is. Yeah. Uh, but I'm glad. Yeah, I'm glad you brought that up. Um, what you need to do. Is you gotta take go get Ricky Jared from the, <laughs> from the show Ballers when he played for Miami. Get him on the, the real team, Ricky Jared. Let's go. Yeah. Um, give Tannehill a target. But yeah, that's that's what's going on with them. They did draft nice, but that, we'll see how it goes. All right. So thank you, Stephanie. Um, but we're gonna touch on some few things. We're gonna talk about, and I'm just gonna go down in order here from how I have them written down. Drew, I have to ask, what do you think about the whole? Julio Jones Atlanta Falcons situation going on. Um, I mean, there's turmoil there. Yeah, I don't know that there's a. I don't think there's as much as we're being led to believe. You think? I don't know. I mean, listen. A report came out that Julio Jones is still training uh, with Matt Ryan, so he's still running drills with Ryan. You know, he's still they're still getting together, and um, you know, which is great from a chemistry chemistry perspective, which they're not going to lose anyway. But that's fine. Um, at the same time, I, I talked about it last last week, so I don't want to spend a lot of time, but I, I don't think that he has the pull that other people in his position have, right? He doesn't, he just doesn't, because, you know, they drafted to get a number two, right? They drafted Calvin Ridley this year. He starts, for sure. Calvin Ridley is, you know, the, the, the best thing to come out of college from a wide receiver perspective since Julio Jones. Stop it. I mean, uh, listen, Calvin Ridley's a monster. He is going to come in there and he's going to make an impact quick. He's got to get some chemistry together with uh, and with Matt Ryan. But I just don't think they've got to evaluate Julio Jones' talent and pay him the money that they feel that he's worth. Um, you know, I just don't know it's, that it's going to be record-breaking money, and I don't think Julio should expect it to be. But that being said, I think you got to get a deal done for your number one guy, a guy that obviously is in the NFL, uh, you know, out of NFL top 100. He's a top 10 player, I guess, right? He hasn't been yeah, said he yet. was last year. We don't know so, this year. You know, I'm sure. I'm sure he will be again. So uh, you know, you, you pay a top 10 guy, you pay that guy, and you get a deal done. I mean, I feel like there's at least a little bit of fault on both sides, but I don't understand how, in my opinion, Julio Jones is the best player on the whole team. In my opinion. Okay, and you just want to give all that money to Matt mm. Ryan. Okay, I mean, Julio Jones should be getting top receiver money. Is it the best time? I don't know, but I can understand you know the whole situation there. I just I feel like maybe not as much as Le'Veon Bell or something, but you pay him because you're, he's your best player, and you just shut out all this money for Matt Ryan. Maybe it's bad timing, but from what I understand, this situation's been going on for a little while now. You know what I mean? Um, and I just don't know how you ignore it. Now, the team has come out and said they don't like him working out with T.O. and that T.O. is a bad influence and it scares the team, which I can understand and we'll get on that in a minute. But if that's the, I mean, if that's the case, what, what are you going to do about it? You can't help who he works out with, you know sure. what I mean? Yeah. And he's not going to lose talent from working out with T.O. Right. T.O. is 44 years old, still trying to play in the NFL. Right, still it just fucking ran a four four three. I know. I so like it, it makes no sense to me. Um, it's crazy. But I think, I think Julio Jones. You know, I think you play this season if it's still not taken care of. You know what I mean? You 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 have to get more money next season, in my opinion. Yeah. No, listen, I'm good with it. I, mean, I think you got to pay the guy, but I just don't think I don't he's worth he, number one. I, I don't think he's worth record-breaking receiver money. Not record-breaking, no. Like, that's but, what he's going to want, and it's just stupid. That's true. I agree. I agree. We, we're, for the most part, equally big proponents for playing out your contract. Yeah, you know what I mean? 100%. Teams try to get stuff done before that so you don't hit free agency. But, you know, if he's not even making top 
three, four receiver money when he's clearly a top three receiver, you know, I can understand his argument. Especially sure. after you put all that money out on Matt Ryan, who's already 37 years old. But that's where I with that. I got to ask, though, what do you think about T.O. running that 4 4 3? Listen, you know, I'm, I'm going to tell you, this is going to sound nuts, but T.O. signs with the team for veteran league minimum. Okay. He would. I know. I know. He would. Yeah, yeah, I know. I know. I'm, I'm just saying, like, that's what he's going to get. <laughs> no one's giving him more than that. Um, but listen, I mean, you've got a Hall of Famer that's coming back and wanting to play for a team. Uh, uh, listen, I'm going to tell you, man, if you want to compete and you've got a third string guy that you're seeing, that you're paying, you know, your third receiver, which still might be good depending on the team, right? And you're paying him more than veteran minimum. I mean, I don't know, man. 44 years old, that's kind of scary. But listen, I, I watched Terrell Owens play football. The dude, his athletic ability was unlike anything I've almost seen aside from Calvin Johnson ever. And uh, I give him a shot, man. I'd love to see. It's good for football. I mean, I would love to see T.O. on a team. If, T.O., you go to your fucking Hall of Fame inauguration, okay? Stop playing. That's that's the, you know, the cachet for Drew. If you don't, you don't deserve a fucking penny, you piece of shit. Listen, Fuck you. 44 years old. Still trying to play. F- but he runs a fucking 4-4-3. Four, four, I know, 4-4-3, four, four, still built really great. You know what I mean? Yeah. Still working out. But it's doesn't it say something if all these teams, 32 teams, you know, I'm sure there's way less talented receivers on these teams, and he's I'm sure he's willing to take almost nothing because he wants to play. He'll take the minimum. But, I know it. Guaranteed. But you're still not willing to sign him. Doesn't that say something about what teams, teams oh, are worried about yeah. with T.O.? It's the T.O. effect. Yeah. It's the T.O. effect. But listen, if you're a team like, uh, funny enough, Stephanie, you know, if you're a team like Miami, I bring in Terrell Owens tomorrow. You know why? Because fuck winning games, fuck him being our number one receiver, but you know what he does? He puts asses in seats, he sells jerseys. I mean, he's a guy that's going to bring media attention to a franchise that really, really needs it right now. And I can think of a couple other teams, too, that I think he can go to that makes sense. But obviously we're just talking about Miami, but still. You know what else Jesus. is perfect about Miami if that were to happen? Nice weather. He could do the sit-ups in the parking lot like he wants to. Yeah! You know what I mean? Shirt off, doing interviews, right there outside of, my, outside of Miami Stadium. Fuck yeah. You know what I mean? But I, I think I think it's something to be said. I don't... I, Julio's a grown man. I don't think he has much... I don't think the team has to worry about T.O. brainwashing Julio. Yeah. Julio is a stand-up character. He's been in the league how many years? So what if they're working out? But... Take care of Julio. T.O., you're still a freak, but I want to win you on my team. Um, but, yeah, that's just how I see it. Yeah. All right, so, I mean, that was interesting going on. Just, like, the whole Tom Brady thing. Oh, secretly man. posting on Instagram that maybe oh, he's gosh. retiring at the age of 45. Yes. He won't be in the long as, league as much as he made out before. You know, he's having too much fun outside of football. You know, do, do you, are you worried about Tom Brady at all? No, man. No. I, I, listen, I, I, you know, no. Because uh, Tom Brady was a seventh-round draft pick that uh, Bill Belichick made great. Uh, listen, he's talented, right? I get it. But uh, I'm not uh, – no, I'm not uh, I'm not buying it. I think he retires sooner than we think. I think he's got two seasons left in him. This one maybe – Of high next. caliber or just in general? Uh, oh, I think he retires after the next two seasons. Okay. Um, but, uh, but that being said, I mean, we could see him at the end of this season depending on how it goes and, you know, where we're at. I, I think he wants to go out with a ring. He would love to go out with a ring. So he gets one more, he's gone for sure, guaranteed. Um, but you know, we'll see what uh, we'll see what this season has to offer. Here's the thing: I mean, the clock is ticking on the level that his body will allow him to play at. You know what I mean? His body will not just allow him to continue to play at the level that he's at. And I know he's got the TB12 workout and the book and the diet guide and all that other shit. But uh, at the end of the day, he's still human. You know what I mean? Yeah. So uh, he's gonna wear out. I mean, I listen, this is just how I feel. I understand as the Patriots organization, you know what I mean, you want to be prepared for when it happens, but there's turmoil there right now between those two, and if I'm Tom Brady, I'm not fucking worried about it. You're already considered the GOAT, you know what I mean? Oh, yeah. You have as much or little time as you want to continue mm-hmm. playing. Mm-hmm. You know and what that's I mean? the problem. The problem is he dictates it with, with yeah. Robert Kraft. He has all the fucking power. Yeah. Don't let anyone tell you anything different. No, yeah. The Patriots have nothing over Tom Brady. Mm-hmm. Tom Brady will decide if he wants to stop tomorrow or 10 years from now. Yep. You know what I mean? And that's just the way it is. 
It's TV 12's world, and we're all living in it. It's seriously true, man. It's seriously, it's sadly true. Um, so, one, more, one and a half more small things before we get into our meaty topics is, I'm not a fan of the NFL Top 100. I know a lot of people aren't, but some people are. Hmm. It's player-based, which is great, but it varies so much because it's supposed to be off the past season, but they also take, like, careers and, like, legendary status of players into it, and... Sometimes you get muffed, and sometimes you get players missing the list that shouldn't be on there, and some way too high, some too low. And I have a pet peeve. Like, I haven't said anything. They're already down to the, you know, they did 11 through 100. And I have nothing against this player. I think he was a great player. But to have him ranked so high based off his rookie season, I think number 20, the 20th best player in the league last year, according to the quote-unquote players, was Alan Kamara. Ooh. I mean, mm. Maybe you, you seem pretty calm with it, but it, I'm kind of, when I seen him, like, get the fuck out. Like, yeah. number 20 in the whole league, you're telling me last year, Alan Kamara, 20th best player of the whole fucking league, his rookie season. Well, hold Just on. fucking crown the dude. Hold what? on, hold on, hold on. It's top players of 2018, right? They're doing a little well, projecting, right? Yeah. 2017 so, season, yeah. So, um, no, 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 this show is projecting next year. Right. No, it's going off the feedback from the previous year how players rank players currently. Huh, I thought they're right. Yeah, ranking players currently coming into this year, right? Because it's recorded in the offseason. Well, I mean, if you yeah, if you want to see it this way, it's like, oh, these guys played last year. We're ranking them as where they stand right now. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Yeah. 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 Okay. Well. Um, yeah. I mean, I don't know. I'm not really super mad about it. Really? No. Who's ranked above them? I don't know. Jalen Ramsey. No, from a running back perspective. Oh, from a running back perspective? I don't think they unleashed Le'Veon Bell yet. Um, and I'm not sure, maybe not Todd Gurley. But so, so I'm, not, I'm not 100% the third sure. best running back in the league? Fuck that. Well, I mean, Zeke missed six games. He was still number 40-some. Um, yeah, David Johnson was hurt. You know what I mean? Yeah, but the thing is, like, you can't... Dude, fuck missing six games, dude. Like, how, that's such bullshit because, listen, you know, we can argue that Zeke's a top three running back in the... I mean, there's no argument. He's a top three running back in the league, right? But, you know, Rodgers missed fucking majority of the season. He hasn't been mentioned yet. No, he's going to be in top And it's 10. been spectated that he's top two. Mm-hmm. Like, come on. That's what know? I mean. So, it's supposed to be off the past season, but they take into the, you know, mythology of these players. Yeah, it's fucking ridiculous. So, I mean... If that's the case, how do you have the top ring safety, Earl Thomas, oh. at what, what, what number was he? 44 or something? 42? 40, 40 something? That's nuts! Yeah. I mean, we talk about how undervalued the safety position is, and it goes to it show, but Earl right. Thomas is 40-something, Alvin Kamara is 20. Yeah. Like, really? Yeah, yeah. When you look at weight of, of impact of the player, yeah, I mean, that's insane. I mean, listen, you got fucking Big Ben at 18. That blows my mind, so too. So, Big like, Ben at 18. So, check this out, viewers, okay? So, listen, and you can be a Steelers fan all you want, but I'm going to give you three names that were way behind Big Ben that should all be in fucking front of them, okay? Starting with Jared Goff. Jared Goff was ranked 38th, 20 spots behind him. Insanity. Matt Stafford, ranked 31st. Matt Ryan, ranked 29th. Big Ben, ranked 18th. I think Big Ben should switch spots with Jared Goff, um, because I'm telling you right now, do not underestimate the Sean McVay effect, uh, and I'm telling you right now, they're going to prove the fucking world next season uh, that they were not a one-hit wonder and what Jared Goff's going to be able to do that it, It's the mythology, though, like what I was talking about, right? Like, oh, he won, what, two Super Bowls? Uh, he is three? Three? No, I don't think it's three. No, it doesn't matter. He has the Super Bowls, you know, he's still on a high-powered team, he's a well-known name, you know what I mean? And it's just like, I'm sorry, you weren't even close to being the 18th best player no, last season. Like, no way! Or you know, you're not we're talking about for this season. Even either. if we weren't talking about this season, even if we were talking about like, oh, just over like currently playing their play level, he's not you're the 18th best player in the league. Best player in the league. No way! It's ridiculous. And I just named quarterbacks that should have been ahead of him. There's a plethora of other players in other positions that should be ahead of him. But uh, is there but, any yeah. others that really bother you? I know you went off on Big Ben. Yeah, but Big Ben kind of bothered me. Uh, you know, I, I think that AJ Boye was too was too low. Uh, he was thirty fifth. The only two ahead of him though so far are Patrick Peterson, and Jalen Ramsey. Yeah, I don't expect there to be another one in the top ten. But yeah. um, so I mean, whatever. I guess. Uh, frankly, I don't think you can put Patrick Peterson ahead of AJ Boye. It sucks because he's taken the number two spot to Jalen Ramsey on that defense. 
Um, but as we talked about the other day, I mean, there has not been a quarterback in the history of the league that has been more efficient against quarterbacks than A.J. Boye has. So, like, I just think that's fucking insane that you don't see that and say, like, dude, this guy's a monster. Um, but, uh, but yeah, no, not really, aside from that. Yeah, I try not to get into it, but, you know, i seen that and I'm like, oh, you caught my attention. Like, Yeah, um, yeah, yeah. But, all right, yeah, there was that. Um, one other small thing, I don't really want to talk about it because I don't know too much I've been doing research on it. Have you seen anything about the flag football games they're going to be viewing on NFL Network? <laughs> Briefly, I, I skimmed through an article, and I'm, and I'm actually upset that I clicked on it um, <laughs> to talk about that. Because, like, they're, like, hyping it up, too, like, big time. Like, they're having all these aggressive pictures of, like, whatever, man. I'm sorry, but honestly, I'm probably going to watch it. Oh, I'm, I'm going to watch it because OTAs are over. Training camp doesn't start for another month. I need something. I need football injected into my system. Oh, my God. Even if it's flag football, okay, give me something. Give me something. That's what they're offering to do as low class, if you want to call it, as it is. I'm, st- I'm still going to take what I can get. You know what I mean? Um, but, yeah, there's that. So I'm going to get into the meaty portion of this show. Me and Drew here, we're going to each give a team from the AFC and the NFC that we feel, for one reason or another, is kind of being overlooked. Whether they're a playoff caliber team, but they're being outshadowed by other teams. That's me, Not getting enough publicity of what they can do, or just a team that people don't think is talented, and we just think they have a reason to either compete or even make the playoffs. So, rock, paper, scissors? Ready? Ready? Rock, paper, scissors, shoot. Yeah! Wow. You, wow. you started three for three and the past two are mine, man. That's right. So, That's right. All right, so I'll start off and I'm going to go with my AFC team. I'm going... One AFC, one NFC? Yep. Okay. I'm going with the Tennessee Titans. Oh, wow. Now, now listen, we talk about this oh. division being one of the top three divisions in football right now. You got Houston, you got Andrew Luck, well, the Colts, I guess. But no, no, Andrew Luck, got Andrew. he got Andrew Luck, he he is the and, you know, he's the one yeah, team. Yeah. And then you got the Jacksonville Jaguars and that fucking studded defense, you know what I mean? And we were like, you know, can the Titans even compete? But I'm looking at this team, and I'm like, all right, so it went from a team that had solid pieces, but I wasn't really crazy, to adding a lot of talented pieces over the last offseason and this offseason. I mean, you got Mike Vrabel as the head coach, who I'm a big fan of. Sure, I agree. Okay? I think he brings that Patriot way. I think that mentality that he played and grew up with, mm-hmm. you know, um, and then, I mean, you got pieces. You got Mariota. I'm not crazy about Mariota, but he's at least a solid QB. I'm not crazy about Derrick Henry. You know, they let DeMarco Murray go. But, you still get him. But, you know what? They got Corey Davis last year, which is who I'm big on. Sure. They got Corey Davis. Um, on that defensive side, let me go down the list. Kim Bayard. All right. They drafted Rashad Evans. They drafted Harold Landry. They signed Malcolm Butler. They, yeah, they they last offseason, they, they signed Logan Ryan. <laughs> they drafted last year. What's up with them stealing from the Patriots? It's the Patriot way. Right? You know I mean, what I mean? Seriously. Uh, you named three fucking Patriots. Yeah. Um, they drafted uh, Adore, Adore Jackson last offseason, and he was pretty solid for them. Yeah. And that offensive line, they got Taylor Luan at one spot, Jack Conklin on another, not to mention who else is on that offensive line. You know, I think that... Um, I think the smartest thing that they've done from a, from a player acquisition perspective is to try and sure up their secondary, um, which I think they did a pretty good job. Oh my god! When yeah. you look at that, when you look at that division, I mean that ball's gonna be flying all over the place. And I think that uh, you know if, if they want to, they have to split even in the division at best. And I don't think the, I don't think the strength of schedule is too rough for them. So I mean it could it could happen. That's an interesting. Uh, I mean interesting don't team. don't get me wrong. Like we we talk about the teams they have to face. Houston's a fucking stud, especially if Deshaun Jackson or Deshaun Jackson, Deshaun Washington stays healthy. And JJ. Okay. Andrew Luck comes back and if he's prime Andrew Luck, which that same viewer that we had that threw out the stat earlier, he well, we posted something about Andrew Luck on our page and he's like, Oh, oh great, yeah, another episode about you know Andrew Luck. <laughs> same guy, same guy. Yeah. So yeah, yeah, I mean yeah, yeah. it's it's really funny. Post, yeah. And then we got Jacksonville's defense. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's a fucking tough-ass division. Yeah. So it's not saying, you know, Titans are going to do it just because they did it last year. But I'm saying don't overlook the fucking Titans. They have a lot more pieces than people see, a lot more talented pieces. I think the coaching will be there. I think they're going to fucking compete. And I'm not sleeping on them. No, yeah. I mean, that's an interesting uh, that's an interesting team to pick. But, again, you know, it's in a very, very tight, very, very challenged division. Um which is going to be a super, super tough division to even make it in a wild card spot in. 
but you know the team that the team that I got, and since we're AFC, I'll, I'll stay there. The team that I have in the AFC actually, I think, has a chance to really, really compete, and um, in uh, a division that that you know currently has uh, TB12, and that's uh, the New York Jets. You serious? <clears throat> so hear me out. Hear me out. I, do I want to? Uh, like, I think you do. I think you do. Right. I think you do. Try and persuade me here. So the New York Jets uh, last year went five and eleven. In that, they had their offense and defense were ranked as follows. 28th ranked offense in the league. 24th ranked defense in the league. Okay? Yes. They haven't had a defense since fucking Mike Patton's been there. Okay? They have a few players, so, but yeah. yeah. Now listen to this, though. Here's the deal. Coming into the season, you've got a lot of talent at quarterback. I think if you're going to go, go positive on win-loss, okay, and you're going to have a chance to compete, I think Teddy Bridgewater has got to be your guy day one. Listen, I'm a Teddy fan, so I'm not going to argue with you there. And they're talking about him in camp, big time, okay? So in camp, we're talking about this, uh, you know, they're talking about this guy an awful lot. And boy, we have a special guest maybe here. So, uh, uh, you know, we're talking about uh, talking about him in camp a lot, uh, doing super great work. The team is infatuated with the guy right now. So I think Teddy Bridgewater has got to start in order to, um, in order to give him that shot. But listen, you got Isaiah Crowell, you got Belial Powell in the backfield. A phenomenal one-two punch, if, if I must say so myself. A phenomenal one-two punch. Uh, wide receivers, Robbie Anderson, Jermaine Curse. They got Terrell Pryor. I mean, um, you know, at corner. Check this out, right? They're one-and-two corner. Morris Claiborne, Tremaine Johnson. Not bad. They still have Leonard Williams. I mean, their defense has gotten better. It yes. hasn't gotten worse. They've got two great safeties. They've got a pretty good defense coming on right now in in, uh, in New York, and their offense under a Teddy Bridgewater, I think, makes sense. I think they've got a real good shot to compete in a division that take out the New England Patriots is the worst division in football. So you know, I think they've got a really really good shot here and uh, and a really good chance to make something happen in New York for I mean, the first time in a very long time. I don't know if I'm high on them as much as you are, but you did make some good points. They have solid pieces. It's not like they're a bad team. We think they could be better than five, five and eleven. You said they went last year, mm-hmm. and they added more pieces, so they can definitely compete better. I'm not going to argue that. We'll see, we'll see. But that AFC East, I'm sorry, I don't think anyone's being the Patriots. And do I mean as much, even if they are improved, let's say they go eight and eight. All right, is it going to be enough to compete for a wild card spot? So uh, I don't know, but here's what I will say: AFC team to AFC team, mind of yours. I think the Jets finish with a better record. You're nuts. There's no fucking way. Better record than the Titans. All right. All right. You're Luckily, well, you know, I'm putting a poll. We're going to do this. If, you're, if you think this is going to be about the NFC, we're going to put a poll up on our page. We want you guys to go out and vote. AFC Who we think is going to finish with yeah, the best yeah. record next season, whether it's the Tennessee Titans or Drew's New York Jets, you know. But we're so, gonna do, wait, hold on one second. Before we get that going, yeah. who the fuck is this guy? I don't... This motherfucker... Justin, you want to say hi? Yeah, what's up, guys? You fucking, You're fucking asshole, late, dude. I think God. basketball court. I don't, you know, don't want to hear yeah, bullshit. So, uh, yeah, man, we have to do some research. We just got We're done slamming you in the first half of the show. <laughs> yeah, for, don't listen to it. For not being sure. committed. Um, and then you fucking show up halfway through, grab a beer, and sit down nonchalantly like, you know, what's going Like you've been here the whole time. Right. Two beers. Two beers, whatever. My God. Did you get some like you went out? No, I told you I went to the basketball court. Yeah, but maybe you went out, got some, and then went to the basketball court. Like, yeah, I don't I fucking know. Court. All right. Fair enough. Fair enough. So you didn't even spread the word of the show like so, no were hoping. So, just... Dustin, now, since you're here finally, our most recent uh, uh, wager is now who's going to have the better record in the AFC, Jets, uh, Jets this year or the Titans this year. So you've got to keep Just us honest. Better you've got you've got to, you've got to remind us when the season starts that, that was a thing that happened, so we can revisit right. it. If the bet board wasn't so full on bets we've already made and <laughs> forgot about, know, then know. you know I would say we put it up that's there. A, that's a so, bet board item. Do you want to go first in NFC then? It's up to you, man. You won the you won our first scissors. You go first. Uh, I, I, you, you you kind of made good points in the Jets, but you didn't sell me. I want to see who your NFC team is. All right. Sell me. <clears throat> get ready, get sold, baby. Arizona Cardinals. Ooh. So now uh, you have my <clears throat> So check it out. So check it out. Listen, Arizona Cardinals have, in my opinion, one of the best offensive lines in that. Di- probably the best offensive line in that division. Okay. 
they had some nice talent upgrades there. You've got Sam Bradford, who is going to need one starting, right? Listen, I think Sam Bradford wins, goes better than 4-4, four and four, right? But after eight games, if we're not seeing a, uh, a revitalized Cardinals team, I think you start seeing a little bit of Josh Rosen. And uh, I would be super excited for that. But you've got David Johnson coming back. You've got Larry Fitz. You've got J.J. Nelson, Christian Kirk, um, uh, tight end. Who the fuck talks my tight end? Uh, Jermaine Gresham. Yep. Uh, Jermaine Gresham still. Uh, who else am I missing? Chandler Jones. How the hell can I miss Chandler Jones? Um, Sean, did you say Hassan Reddick? I did not say Hassan Reddick. Um, they, we've just got such good players. I mean, Patrick Peterson. I mean, we've got some really good players on this team, okay? And... I think that with Sam Bradford coming in, with the weapons that he has, because listen, remember, he proved it in, you know, he proved it in Minnesota when he came in there and took over and really had a phenomenal year. I, I think Matt, I, I think Sam Bradford rather is, I think he's a phenomenal quarterback. It sucks that he's injured so much, right? It sucks that he's had ACL after ACL. Right? It sucks he's had really terrible circumstances here. I think it's an offensive line that can keep him keep him up. And uh, I think that we might see a lot of Sam Bradford, and I think we might see a lot of him throw the ball around. I think after four games, I think after or eight games, sorry, I think after eight games, I would not be shocked if the Cardinals go five and three in those eight games. I would not be shocked. You know, knowing who you said now, I wish I would have went first. Because that would have been a great transition to the next part, but now we're going to have to backtrack. So, okay, I definitely like Arizona. I think there's a lot they could do there. Like you said, they have a lot of talented pieces. I don't know if it'll come together this season, but they have a lot of pieces on offense and defense that there is a you lot. You really of. want to see Rosen take over. I do. You really want I to see do, Rosen take and we're going to talk about so it in the next part. So do I. But, yeah. Best I, quarterback and, in that draft. Hey, another Aggie I got to throw out there. Ricky Seals-Jones oh. is also a tight end <laughs> for, the, for the, the Cardinals. And he you know, is, he, he had is, some two or three big games last year, maybe go to a bigger piece, and him and Gresham will do shit together. You know, young, young quarterback, you never have enough tight ends. You know what I mean? Yeah, but, yeah um, right, right. So your NFC was the Cardinals. I like that more. I like them better than the Jets. I'm glad you went with the Cardinals. Good work that time, Drew. Thanks. But um, I'm going to go to a different division, another one that you could argue is a top three division. I'm taking the Tampa Bay Bucks. You're fucking not. Now, before I get into it, news broke today that no, James Winston and his lawyer are anticipating possibly a suspension. Yeah, four games. You know, because of an incident that James Winston went through, so they're trying to prepare for that to see what happens there with the NFL. Um, for groping, apparently, is what I read. A groping incident. He confirmed. But, um, but no. He confirmed that. Groping. James Winston. Um, but, You're a you know, man. they have a lot of pieces. Listen, this whole team latches on to what James Winston does. Because let's just admit, he has not played to the capability of which why he was drafted. Mm-mm. Okay? Awesome. Um, and going back to the Titans, neither did Mariota. They were taking the same draft. And, uh, you know, they just haven't played up to the level I think they should have. But I think if James Winston could just play better, he doesn't have to be a superstar quarterback. No. You know what I mean? But just play better. Don't be ridiculous. Don't go eating W's in pregame warm-up speeches and shit like that. Was just dumb. Like you look like a fool both on and off the field now. But um, like I mean, look at the piece there. They have Deshaun Jackson still. Okay, yeah. Mike Evans, who we argue is borderline top five. They drafted Chris Godwin last year, which I think could be a very good piece. Okay, they have Cameron Brate at tight end and OJ Howard, who I think is going to be a yeah, major star this year. Yeah, you know what I mean? And sure. now they went and they got. Uh, Ronald Jones out of USC. Oh, which I think adds yeah. another piece to that I offense. That. I forgot about that. You know what I mean? And then defensively, I mean, you got Gerald McCoy, you got Quan Alexander, Quan Alexander, Levante Davis, um, you got Brent Grimes still there. They still got TJ Ward, Chris Conti, who I think is, you know, underrated. Justin Evans they drafted last year. They have so many pieces. They went at it. Uh, uh, Justin Tuck, was it, from the Giants? No. That they Did I believe that's where he went. I believe he went to Tampa Bay. Okay. So they're adding pieces of that defensive line. Did you get James Winston thing? I did. He allegedly groped a Uber driver back in 2016, 
And as of today, NFL has still not interviewed him about the groping allegations. But they're preparing for it. Ooh, so for two years ago, that is ridiculous. That's Let him play full two seasons <laughs> after <laughs> after groping. Can you that. can you double check to see if that's where uh, Justin Tuck went? Yeah, it's already on. Um, but yeah, I'm pretty sure that's <laughs> He's where like, I was went. already on. Right, like I got. I it. might be late. You know, I might be I, late I and you know not responsible. But hey, when I'm here, <laughs> I got the phone going. I'm working the lines. When I'm here, um, I'm here. Uh, but yeah, I mean, again, it's going to be hard with that division. That's a hard division. You have the Saints, who I think is going to win that division. It's the hardest division okay. in football. The hardest um, division in the NFL. Right? You got the, the Panthers, who I expect to have a down year, but they're still going to compete. They're still going to make plays. And you got the Falcons. You know what I mean? The Super Bowl Chokers. You know what I mean? They're still going to yeah. compete, though. You know what I mean? And that's a hard division. And I think, I think if Jameis Winston steps up his play, they can compete. I definitely think, but it's just if he's going to be there, if he's going to step up his play. Now, what did you want to know about Justin Tuck? Is, Where is he now? Did he go to Tampa Bay? Is that who went to Tampa Bay? They they signed a big name, D.E. I just think, I'm not 100% sure. I think well, it was. I still think, uh, hold on. Was it JPP? Was it? Was it JPP? Yeah. I, I think it was a giant uh, defense Jason event, Pierre, but I'm thinking That's Tuck. right. He's Tuck's still with the Raiders. Oh, Jason, uh, that's Jason what Pierre, I, Pierre. I got wrong. So I think he got Jason I knew it was Pierre. a Giants defensive end. It was JPP. Not Justin Tuck. I think it I always forget which one's older. Right. Like maybe it was Michael Strahan. Like, <laughs> maybe he's doing Good Morning America. You know, Kelly and and then he's also playing for the Bucks. That could be. That could I be. wouldn't put it past him. Yeah. JPP. 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 My bad. You know, even with his eight and a half fingers, he could still do something. Dude, he's disruptive. Seriously. So that's my team in the NFC. Interesting. Okay. Are you, or do you want to bet that which team does oh, better? Oh, 100%. The Cardinals have a better record as well. Absolutely, I mean, 100 That one I want to argue less, but I'll still take Watch. it. I'll still Watch. take it. I'll Watch. still push you down. I know I'm late, but you guys here, Favre and Rogers, are finally getting along. They both had an interview and stuff, and they're talking about each other. I just thought that was cool, you being a Packers fan. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, I like Favre way better than Rogers. You're insane. But listen, no, 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 you're not insane. You're not insane. Listen, that's really good for football. Okay, that's really good for football. Here, yeah. You know, but yeah, I did see it. I am, uh, you know, they've been working on that relationship a little bit. Um, you know, I, uh, I'll never, uh, I'll never forget super quick Favre Rogers story. I'll never forget, and I think Donald Driver uh, alluded to this story a little bit too. But um, when uh, when Rogers was coming into second season, and uh, you know, obviously behind Favre, and uh, they were going through a film room and uh, with the offense. And uh, there was a quarterback, like kind of a QB IQ test uh, that every quarterback takes. And it was something rated out of, um, you know, 100 possible points or whatever. And 100 is like perfect, obviously, right? right? Which nobody scores. And um, I remember Aaron walking up to Favre uh, in, in, the, uh, in the room with the offense and literally saying, like, um, uh, <laughs> uh, hey, Brett, you know, uh, I just got done scoring a, you know, 86 on the uh, QB IQ or whatever the test is called. He's like, do you remember what you scored? And he goes, oh, no, it was a while ago. I remember he's like, yeah, I already looked it up. He scored 53. Or, like, something <laughs> like that. And, like, called him out in the entire room. And, uh, and you know, that's when he got the, the arrogant title to him because everybody said that, like, Aaron always had to prove when he was younger, and it's because they talk about him playing with the chip all the time, that he was always the smartest guy in the room. And he did a good job of that, but he did it in being such an asshole that is yeah. what, like, got a lot of the members of that team you know, be, going against them. Gotta so. be like that sometimes. Sometimes, you do. You do. Like, and that's, that's what I talk about with certain players. Like, there's a fine line between cocky and confident. If you could be, in my opinion, as confident as you want, as long as you're not going out of no, your way to berate players, and you back it up. You know, you could be as cocky, confident yeah. as you want. Sure. Like, my example, T.O., I hate his attitude. I respect his play, but he was a guy that went above and beyond to piss people off. You know, whether you, it's on. You would have been able to say that earlier if you were here when we talked well, about T.O. Um, but Richard Sherman is who I think of. Richard Sherman. Mm-hmm. Everyone made a big deal about him being this arrogant asshole. That was only with Mike Kraft. But you know what? Once. He was a top three corner, especially during that time. You can argue you know what top three And yeah. I can see. He didn't go out of his way to fuck with Crabtree. Crabtree and him were talking. So there was that battle going on. And then, you know, he he, he backed it up with his play. So yeah. in my opinion, he has all the world to talk the shit he wants. Yeah. Now, if you're not playing at that level, shut your mouth. You know what I mean? If you if that other player didn't do anything to you and you went out of your way to go attack him, shut your mouth. But other than that, talk all you want, in my opinion. Yeah. But, yeah, we're, that was our teams. Um, so what we're going to do a little bit here now 
is we, we're going to go through a quick redraft almost. Do you, you enjoy that rolling rock, Dustin? So, yeah, it's pretty good. Yeah, um, I know Drew is too. Um, <laughs> do you want to go through some of the you know the big name quarterbacks really quick and some other players that come out of this draft and kind of in this draft? Okay. Yeah, okay. kind of go where you know how they're doing from what we hear in training camp and All right. do where do we think they're going to start if they start this year? Because I know I've been listening to some other people and talking to some fans and they disagree with me, so I'm curious to see where everyone stands. So okay. let's do it. All, All right. right, so let's go number one overall, Baker Mayfield. Baker Mayfield. Okay, I personally love the guy. Okay, but I think unless something bad happens to Tyrod Taylor injury wise, or you know the coaches are just not utilizing to what he, we know he is, he's going to start almost all season unless the season goes downhill and Baker gets some playing time at the end. But I expect Tyrod to start as of right now the whole season. Uh, yeah, listen, I agree. I think that you know, I think the offense. I think they built. <clears throat> here's the only thing that I disagree with, or the only way that I would see it going otherwise. And I, and I keep saying eight games in, but obviously that's halfway through the season. So you're eight games in. If you're less than four and four, okay, or well, let me report. If you're not greater than four and four with Tyrod Taylor, you, you might take a shot. Might take a shot. But I think it would be challenging. Um, here's the deal. I, I think that uh, they built a team to win football games tomorrow. And I think that if you want to win football games tomorrow, Tyrod Taylor is the person that you have that, that on your roster that's most capable of doing that. Uh, I think he's proven he's a highly accurate passer. Um, he does a phenomenal job inside the pocket. He does you know, a great job on scrambling. Uh, you know, he, he is uh, maybe not as Russell Wilson-esque in, in, in scramble to throw, but, uh, but he's got a pretty good football IQ. Uh, he handles football really well. Uh, he's a professional on and off the field. Uh, I like Tyrod Taylor a lot. I want to see him for 16 games. I want to see him for 16 games in Cleveland. I want to see him dominate in Cleveland for 16 games. And then, next season, I want to see them go to Baker game one. And I want to see Tyrod get a really good deal somewhere else. Um, I, I'd be really disappointed if Cleveland doesn't compete really well this year. And at least by the Same. end of the season, flirting with a wild card spot. Anything less than that, I'm not saying they'll get it, but at least flirt with it. Be, be in the competition. You know they've I mean? got, listen, they've got the personnel for it. I, I feel like if you don't, it's kind of disappointing. Not saying that would be on Tyrod. They have other pieces there, but we'll see. I don't trust Hugh Jackson. So, True. Um, Agreed. All right, so going from there, second quarterback taken was Sam Darnold and your Jets team. Why don't you start with that one? Yeah, Sam Darnold, I don't think we see any of Sam Darnold. At all? Um, no. No, I don't think we see any of Sam Darnold this year. I think we better not. Because remember, he's QB3 on the depth chart, and... Uh, you know, I, I, I don't think we see any of Sam Darnold. I'm hoping we see a lot of Teddy Bridgewater. Here's what I'm telling you. If, if Teddy Bridgewater gets the start, no one's taking it from him. Flat out is what it is. Sam Darnold's a great talent, and I'm not taking that away from the kid. But listen, you've got Sam Darnold who's about 20 years old. So you've got like a 20-year-old Sam Darnold who's going to be your quarterback of the future. You don't draft a quarterback that high for them to not be your franchise, right? I mean, that yeah. is what it is. But... Who better? I mean, listen, you've got a guy like Teddy who can come in there. He, Sam can learn behind him. And, again, it gives your team an opportunity to win today. It gives them an opportunity to get your fan base excited, get other players excited to see what you know they're going to be able to do in the future, attract some more talent. Um, I, I don't think we see any of Sam Darnold at all in 2018. I'm not going to say we don't see him at all. But, yeah, I mean, Josh McCown right now is number one on that depth chart. Exactly. Teddy is right behind him, and it's I'm all about Teddy time. And listen, they're saying that Teddy's, like, literally blowing the socks off people. But no one's talking about Josh McCown, which me, leads me to believe that we've got a good shot of seeing Teddy Bridgewater game. Well, I mean, we still got training camp in a month. we still got preseason games. They're both going to end up starting games. We're going to see who balls out more. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Uh, I think it would take a lot, though, because I just don't think there's a big chance of both McCown and Teddy either both getting injured or both not playing at a better level than Sam Donald is right now. I think almost certainly, unless Teddy plays out of his mind, Sam Donald will be the starter next year no matter what. But uh, I can see that. unless injury to both of them or one of them or not playing at a high level, I can't see Donald starting this year either. Yeah, Again, it's unless fun. it's trash games at the end of the season, you know what I mean? And they're waiting to see what they got. You know what I mean? But, I mean, you don't see that happening to the Jets, so, you know, no, he's not going to be I on don't. the field. All right, so the next was Josh Allen. I don't know how I feel about Josh Allen. We we know the potential he has, and people think he's the best chance to start right away, and which he might be. But I mean, they went, they got Nathan Peterman, who people remember from the five pick one half game last year. 
But apparently they, they're giving him reps on the first team to see how he yeah, does. Yes. You know what I mean? And then who did they just get? A.J. McCarron, was it? Yeah. A.J. McCarron. And they signed him expecting him to be the starter before they draft Josh Allen. So, I mean, Josh Allen does have competition. For and sure. it all depends For on sure. how fast he learns that playbook, you know, and how well he translates it to the field. Can he get that accuracy up? Because right now you've got two, two other players that at least somewhat have more seasoning than him and have played the game somewhat to take over. So I think by the end of the season, Josh Allen is definitely starting. I say he's starting by no later than week 10. Hmm. Um, interesting. You know, I say interesting because I really like A.J. McCarron. Okay, so I really like A.J. McCarron a lot. I, I hope he does well, um, but he hasn't. He hasn't shown us a lot. I mean, he came from uh, Cincinnati, mm-hmm. uh, you know, where he had to back behind the red rifle, yeah. and uh, you know, he uh, he did a, a, a not so stellar job <laughs> there in that offense, which uh, you know you could argue has better weapons. But um, uh, I don't want to see him. I just don't. I don't because he's just a kid. No, I don't <laughs> because seriously, like, here's my biggest fear. With Josh Allen right now, my biggest fear is that he doesn't have a mentor to help him progress from a foot football IQ standpoint uh, in the NFL to the next level. I mean, we both loved. I think we both agreed, maybe that I don't know if you agree, but I know I said it that Josh Allen has the highest ceiling of any quarterback coming out of this draft. I mean, because he, he's got he's got the arm strength. He's got. Uh, I mean, I think his his upside is out of out of this world. But you've got to put him in a place that he's able to utilize it. You know, you've got to put him in a place where he's able to grow and uh, where he's able to mature as a young quarterback in this league. And um, you know, it's it, it's interesting because they got shady, right? So I mean, you've got you've got somebody for him to, to lean on. Okay, based on the fact you have him for sixteen games. But I don't know. I mean, we'll see. I don't. I don't. Uh, I wouldn't be surprised if he was there game. Eight or nine or ten, but I hope not. Listen, it all like you said, he has no seasoning really there. I mean, you got like I said, AJ McCarron, but he's always been a backup for the most part. We'll see how it goes. It's going to have to come down to the head coach, Sean McDermott. Um, but all right, so then we got Josh Rosen in Arizona, and listen, he, he's my favorite quarterback that came out of his class. Agreed. I I don't trust Sam Bradford. I was you know discussing this with a fan earlier um, with Kevin, the guy that was on our show before. Oh yeah. Um, he, he thinks Sam Bradford is a lock barring injury. I, I just don't see it. I honestly think, you know, even if Sam Bradford's healthy, if Josh Rosen plays just around the same level as Sam Bradford, obviously even if he plays better, he'll be starting within the first four weeks. Wow. Yeah. I disagree. I'm with, it's very rare that I'll say this, but Kevin, this is for you, baby. I'm with Kevin. Barring injury to Sam Bradford, Sam Bradford's in for 16 games. I don't, I don't see that. I don't think that's the case. I think with Josh Rosen's intelligence, football IQ, oh, his wanting football to IQ's be the, the best to come out of the draft, I possibly think, ever. I think you know, getting other young players between the past two drafts, somewhere to lead up, somewhere to look forward to, which Josh Rosen isn't lacking. Plus, out of the two players, if if you were trying to win now, okay, for Larry Fitzgerald, who's going to give you the better chance? Sam Bradford. I don't think so. Absolutely. I don't think so. Yeah, give me a bad season that Sam Bradford's had healthy. He when he was with the Eagles, because mm. he didn't play. Yeah, he <laughs> no, no, I'm saying even when he was healthy, he had not great seasons. Okay. No, no, he's awful. Yeah, Sam, Sam no. Bradford's bad. Stop. Yeah, he is. Stats, stats. Yeah. We, well, I don't know how much we can take into that. I mean, Dustin is the local Eagles fan, so. But listen, here's what I'm telling you. I'm telling you that Sam Bradford is the guy for 16 games. If it, listen. Barring injury and barring him shit in the bed real hard, right? If they go fucking two and five, okay, in their first seven games, sure, of course you throw in Josh Rosen. But I don't think it's going to I think, I'll give you a time range, he'll start no earlier than week three, no later than week nine. Well, that's, uh, I mean, you got a third of the fucking season. Right. So. Yeah. Well, you're not saying it all. <laughs> I mean, his worst season, not hurt? Yeah, not hurt. How many yards? Worst season. 16 games. Well, worst season not being hurt, 2013, first year with St. Louis. Did he get hurt his first year? I know 
Second year he was healthy. And uh, his first year he didn't start 16 games, though. No, he started seven. That's how bad he was. That's what I'm saying. He only started go seven. Next, go next season. Come on. 16 games. Give me 16 games of Sam Bradford. 37 or 3,702 yards. Ooh, 3,700 yards. 21 touchdowns. That's his worst season. No. His well, worst, worst season. 16 games. 16 games worst season. But that's what he's saying. He's saying he was in he, St. Louis starting and couldn't he, even continue he, the whole season because yeah, he lost his starting seven. spot. He, no, he was injured. No, I just he asked had that. Two, he had two ACLs. Bradford had two ACL, ACL injuries. It doesn't matter. We're moving on because we're running low on he time. Replaced the Last one, Lamar this. Jackson. What do you see happening there? Uh, you know, I've complained to some degree about, uh, uh, you know, about Baltimore sticking around for Joe Flacco too long. I, I want to see Lamar Jackson, but I don't think we're going to because I think they're too hell-bent on getting the worth out of Joe Flacco for the money that they pay him. They're trying to get him on the field doing other things, having two quarterbacks on the field at the same time. So they're going to try a trickery. I don't know how it's going to go. I think it really depends on how great they develop Lamar Jackson. Um, I, I want to believe that he'll be starting no later than week 12, All right, because I think they're just ready to move on from Joe Flacco. It depends on if Joe Flacco comes out so. playing it. But, I mean, I just I don't know what you're getting there. Well, Harbaugh so, did say at the beginning of the when they draft him, he said he doesn't plan on starting on this season. So yeah, but that, that's that. the problem. You never, you never plan on doing a lot of things, and things change. I, I think so, too. I think he should start. Right. So we're going to do two quick... I'm going to do one quick thing here, and then we're going to let Dustin sign off the topic I know he wants to gush about until the end of the show, because we only have a couple minutes left. Is Dustin, I don't want you talking on this, because we, you and me already went over this, but Drew, I'm going to give you three players. Player A, B, and C. Same position, same amount of years, okay? And then I want I want you to I want I want you to tell me who you'd pick, and then I'll tell you who they are, all right, and who's your favorite out of them. So okay. you're gonna be stats, same position, same number of years, and who I, who I would take on my team. Yep. Let's do Before it. and after you know. So player A. What's the position? Quarterback. Okay, let's take it. Player A. Seven thousand seventy-eight yards, forty-nine touchdowns with twenty-one picks, and then. That's all I need next. All right. Eighty-eight point eight completion percentage okay. or quarterback. Eighty-eight. Oh, QBR. Yeah. Okay. Um. Um. Player B, 6,991 yards, so less than 100 yards less. Okay. 45 touchdowns to 17 picks. Okay. Okay. 95.9 rating. Next. Okay. Player C, 4,893 yards, 33 touchdowns, 14 picks, 89.4 rating. Anyone you want me to refill quick? Uh, let's go. Let's go. Touchdown interception on two and three. All right. So two and three, 45 touchdowns to 17 picks, 33 touchdowns to 14 picks. Number two. Uh, all right, so between player one, or player A is 7,078 yards, player B is 6,991, mm-hmm. 49 touchdowns and 21 picks to 45 touchdowns 17 picks. So four more touchdowns, but four more picks okay. for those two, and then player B had a higher rating. Correct. I'm taking the second person you said. Second You're taking player. player B. Player B. Okay, so player. let me tell you this. The three players, all right, in no order. No, 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 don't, don't do by player last, if you don't mind. Okay. So first player, who was it? All right, so first player, Carson Wentz. Okay, wow. 7,078 yards, 49 touchdowns, 21 picks, Pass on 88.8. Player C, Jared Goff, Ooh, 4,893 Goff. yards, 33 Shit. touchdowns, 14 picks, 89.4 rating. Player B, Dak Prescott, 6,991 yards, 45 touchdowns, 17 picks, 95.9 okay. rating. So now, I've made the argument, Carson Wentz is who we would all take, right? Right, yeah. Okay. That's Two different styles, but it's so easy for players to shit on other players without actually, yeah. you know, seeing their... On a stat line, Dak Prescott is the guy, for sure. Yeah, so it was interesting. I wanted to get you on that. Hmm. I was surprised how close all were. Now, Jerry Goff was a little behind because he didn't start all this first year. Sure. But the numbers were still comparable. So we don't have too much time, but I'm going to give Dustin a topic I know he's going to want to close the show out on. Dustin, why don't you tell us about the newest version of Madden coming out? Yo, Madden looks sick this year. You have more One minute, man. on and off the field decisions to make, supposedly. You have a new play the air uh, system where now you could actually hit the ball. Uh, you can either the play the ball or play the receiver. Yeah, it's not like where you have to wait for him to catch and then you manually go up and hit him. Oh, okay. Now you have a system where you can ah. play him. Okay. Interceptions. More presentation. Presentation looks awesome. You could take snapshots of your best game, and now on the main menu, it'll come up in the main menu. If you pick a coach in your career, you could be a, it'll come up in your wall and stuff. If you win Woo! a trophy, it comes up in your trophy case and your wow, coach's office. Wow, nice. More like 2K uh, 
oh five when To was on the cover. Yeah, it almost sounds it's, like it's just a lot better. Like I said, it's I don't have just a minute. It's gonna take. Like and five to top it all off, you can now go back to having a player career as either an offensive lineman or a kicker. Oh, oh wait, 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 wait! Biggest, biggest, biggest thing that I've been bitching to EA and emailing since. Oh wait, they have draft classes now. You, so you create and create, customize your own draft class, draft put your value and draft your player, nice. just like the NBA 2K. All right, cool. Feature. All right, so nice. that was the show. I know Dustin was excited about that. It does I sound like, like fun. Um, but Dustin, yeah, we only have a couple us. seconds. You guys want to say night? Hey, listen. Uh, good night, guys. Thank you all. Appreciate you. Yeah, we, we missed the episode this week, and I was out in Pittsburgh, but those Pittsburgh fans are stingy. They weren't really to give me the stuff, so we're going to have yeah. to try again. Um, we'll have an episode again probably next week, two next week. I'll see you guys later. See you guys. See you. Tune in next time and score some points with the Couch Coaches.